0: Hello and welcome to this week's Running on Tap. I'm Kyle. I'm Jacqueline. And uh, we are coming to you today for, what's it now, our seventh episode, our yeah. uh, Like fourth quarantine episode.
1: Yeah, we've been talking a lot about social distancing.
0: And we probably will today, too, because that's kind <laughs> of all we can think about. Because what true. What else, what else is occupying our minds consistently more than uh, coronavirus? Jacqueline, what are we drinking today?
1: Uh, we are drinking a little different. I mean, I guess it still is on tap, so it's fine, it's, it's, but it's not beer. It's not, we're,
0: we're going a little off-brand today. Uh,
1: Just a little bit. drinking, but keeping with our tradition of drinking local. Hashtag drink local. We got some cider delivered from Ancho, which is a cider place in D.C. that we love.
0: Wonderful place. It is, uh, it is a be- not only a beautiful space, but they make wonderful, wonderful... Uh, uh, it's their, they make their own cider. They, at one point, I remember going there when it very first opened, and it was lots of other ciders that they had, uh, had on tap and that kind of thing, but in the last few years, they have started making their own, and it's truly... It's very good. It's truly wonderful. It
1: and they have great food, too, for if and when we can leave the house again.
0: If and when. Uh, what are, what are you drinking today?
1: Uh, I am drinking the rosé cider.
0: I'm drinking the Cidre Blanc. It's, uh...
1: That's classic.
0: It's the it's one of their I think it's one of their originals. It's a uh, it's a dry cider, and it's uh, it's one of their classics. Like you said, it's yep. uh, probably one of the ones that they first had uh, when they started putting their own ciders on tap. So uh, yeah, we're we're going off the the microbrew beer, but now we're it's microbrew micro, cider, micro
1: pressed, pressed cider,
0: cider whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're we're still we're still drinking local, and it's. Uh, Still in a can being poured into a glass, so it's kind of the same thing.
1: Exactly, that's what matters. Yeah, How was your week? My week was good. I, uh, I ran a lot. I ran about 25 miles, which was what I was aiming to do. Uh, got in a couple of good shorter runs. Today we did the virtual Cherry Blossom 10-miler. Yeah. So this was my longest run since I found out the marathon was canceled. Uh, and it went really well. I mean, I didn't like overly push it but the nice thing is that uh there are like no cars so there's no need to stop at stoplights which is you know both a blessing and a curse right um but yeah my run my run went really well we had a beautiful day for it how'd the race go for you uh
0: it was it was I mean if you looked at the watch and like look at the look at my stats afterwards it went really well uh I ran a uh, i ran 10 miles in, in a little under an hour and a half so a little under 9 minute miles which is, is which is good i'll take that every day uh i had really a lot of trouble keeping my heart rate down today and um felt just gassed and winded the whole time and uh you know maybe that's uh the the route i chose was uh basically up and down the edicastor river trail which you know has no lights and has no has no uh, crosswalks and that's i purposely did that cuz i wanted to recreate a race as much as I could right uh obviously and so I kind of and I did push it a little bit uh because I was thinking I was trying to be in a race mindset yeah and uh for about like four you know three or four miles I was like this is this is the mindset I should be in and then after that three or four miles I was like huh my heart rate is like you know I think back to like orange theory I was like in the upper orange zone for which is like not Not super extreme, but it's not exactly a a good coasting. It's not a a good consistent long run uh, uh, place to be. So I had trouble kind of keeping my wind and keeping my heart rate down a lot of the day and and not having stoplights to stop and recover at. Yeah. uh, Didn't help that. But, you know, honestly, it was good. Uh, 10 miles feels... It's a weird distance for me right now because I have... uh, been prepping for a half marathon that we were supposed to run last week, you know, I was supposed to run last weekend. So I've been doing a lot of 13 mile runs and my longest midweek run that I do is about eight miles. So I haven't run, a, I haven't run 10 miles mm. in uh, maybe two months. And so it was uh, a different distance, but it was, it was nice. And it was, like you said, a lovely day. Uh, it was great to be outside for an extended period. And, um, you know, just, it was kind of weird trying to keep that like I wanted to have a race mindset, but it's kind of hard to keep that up when you're uh, if very much not in a race environment.
1: Was this your first virtual race you ever did?
0: It was. It was. Mine too. Yeah. What did you think of it?
1: I was in like a really great mood, which is a dramatic departure from yesterday. I feel yeah. like...
0: And a lot of other long runs you I go feel on.
1: Like, yeah, true. This was my first... like good long run since my 16 miler that I like went out I felt great the whole time I finished at like a 10 20 something pace which I was pretty happy with um so I was like in a great mood and it was nice to be like because we have been like a little lax about getting our runs in on the weekends. so it was nice to like have sort of a forcing factor to go do it and uh you know, nice to, to really force myself to run the whole distance, like, I probably wouldn't have run 10 miles today if this hadn't existed, uh, so I, I actually really enjoyed the run, and was like, oh, like, virtual races are fun, you know, the, the race has been really good about sharing a lot on their social media of other people all doing their virtual runs, and it did feel like some sort of community, and then I got to, like, mile, like, nine and three quarters, and I was like, oh, like, I'm literally just going to stop running and walk into my apartment. And it was, like, a little anticlimactic. And it made me feel super good about my choice to not do the virtual marathon. I was like, you know, this was a super nice long run. I'm glad I did it. I wore, like, a shirt from a past year's race to, like, kind of get in the mindset. But while it was very fun and I appreciate the race directors doing it, it was very much not a race.
0: See... I actually like getting done with it was, uh, was definitely the best part of my run today. <laughs> uh, and it, it was, you're right in that it was a very different finishing experience and having done cherry blossom with you a couple of times, uh, you know, we get done and then like, it's, it's like an hour or so of like changing, wrangling a cab, yeah. getting to, and we, you know, how we do things. We go to a brunch afterwards or go someplace to have lunch and a couple drinks. Uh, so the best part of this for me was, like, we got, I got done, I went upstairs, washed my hands, uh, got, out of my, uh, got out of my running clothes, and, uh, you know, we had a, a virtual r- post-run brunch with some friends. And so I got to, like, get done and make a Bloody Mary and, and hang out with them right afterwards as opposed to having point. to wait a while. Uh, but, but there's it was,
1: nothing like crossing the finish line, those finish it's line true. feels.
0: It's, it's absolutely true. And it, yeah, it's, it's definitely, uh, it's a little different. What i found to be very different, because I also decided this week to try and, um, run. I ran my, the, cause as we, as we discussed last week, did not do our long runs last weekend. I try, and last weekend was when I was going to do the half marathon so I decided to uh, do my half marathon in the middle of the week this week because uh, let fewer people out mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I had time. So why not? Right. Uh, so I ended up getting done. And, you know, this is different. This is uh, I'm stopping at stoplights, which you don't during a race. Uh, but I finished like, like three or four seconds uh, above what my PR is. And I was thinking back to one of my race where I did PR the half marathon and the last quarter mile I'm sprinting or I'm running you know whatever passes for sprinting exactly. at the end of a, of a half marathon I'm running as hard as I can and I'm uh, and I'm uh, I was motivated a lot more to to push myself throughout the race because there are there's a crowd yes. and there's people and then there's also like this big event feel that motivates you to go through whereas uh I found myself many times during the race, uh, during the race, during the virtual race, during the, or during my 13.1 mile run, whatever that was, uh, you know, what you want to call that thinking like, oh, if this was a race day. I'd probably be running hard, harder than mm-hmm. I am right now. Uh, I, you know, it was very much like, it was hard to, <laughs> it's hard to uh, run down the block to our apartment and be pushing it as fast as you can because all that's going to happen is your, your watch is going to buzz a little bit. And tell right. you that you're done, as opposed to crossing over the finish line yeah. and having a yep and having all those those usual finish line uh, emotions. So right. it, it is it is nice to get out and to be recognizing the day the day's uh, planned event. Yes, but also it is hard to get that same sort of motivation going to to truly push yourself like you do during a race.
1: And I, I really enjoyed our virtual brunch, which I you know we talked about a little, kind of trying to recreate some of the community feel around these races with friends. We had a recovery breakfast pizza from Run Fast, Cook Fast, Eat Slow.
0: Shout out to Chalene Flanagan and...
1: Uh, Elise Kapeki.
0: Elise Kopecky, that's it.
1: This was our first time making this particular pizza, and it was super good.
0: Amazing. So good. I don't know... I... I loved it, and it was so good. I... And like I was, I was thinking, it, it reminded me a lot of there's a pizza place called All Purpose here in Washington DC that we went to, and I really, really enjoyed their pizza. And That's it also a high
1: compliment. It
0: also had uh, like an egg on it and mm-hmm. some bacon, and I'm I'm like. Sigh. I it tasted just like that and it was so 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 good. I was I was uh, very very happy.
1: We got some roasted sweet potatoes on there, oh, some yeah. goat cheese, mm. some bacon, some eggs. Yes, yes. It was super good, and we like chatted with friends for a few hours. Had the mimosa, Bloody Mary. It Couple was great. Them. Yeah,
0: it was wonderful. And uh, honestly, like these are the I I I love hanging out with you here in the apartment all the time. But but there's <laughs> it, you know it's it is. Uh, I remember when this all started thinking that like, well, work will distract me and uh, work is definitely, you know, it's still stressful. It <laughs> doesn't, doesn't matter that uh, I'm, I'm here instead of the office. It's right. still stressful. And uh, now that we, we are, our apartment is, it's an office for roughly uh, 14 hours a day, yeah. essentially the entire, our entire waking time. So weekends are really just truly wonderful where we get a chance to, um, to talk with people and to reconnect with, you know, I, I, we're reconnecting with people we haven't spoken to or at least hung out with in more than a year, probably yeah. since our wedding for, with some people. And uh, so it's been, the weekends are truly lovely and these like virtual hangouts are definitely uh, the highlight of my week. It's, it's wonderful to just see people and to, um, to commiserate and, and feel, have that feeling of community, which right. that was something that I think this weekend was particularly hard because we did have such grand plans to have this whole uh, feeling of, ru- like, the running community that we were going to have amongst our friends.
1: Right. We are going to do the pasta dinner. You know, we, yesterday we would have been at the expo yep. and we would have done, like, the pasta dinner, and today we would have gotten up early, we would have run, we would have brunch. It's a perfect day for hung, it.
0: Hung out a lot out uh, throughout the city. So, like that.
1: But we were able to recreate as, as much, much as of can. that as we safely can. Exactly.
0: And it, it was wonderful. It's mm-hmm. wonderful to see people. And, like, I think I'm becoming a lot more grateful and uh, recognizing of those small moments and, um, well, what would be small moments before in our really big moments now uh, right. is that just being able to see people and speak with people. Uh, you know, you kind of, <laughs> you, I think back to all the times in my, you know, a few years ago where I'd be like, I, can, can I blow off this night? I know. Can I, can I, you know, these people are asking me out. Can I, what, what's my excuse for not going out? And I'm like, now, now I'm like, oh, I, I am so happy to even, you know, be FaceTime with my dad for four or five minutes earlier today. And it was just nice to even check in with him for a bit. Yeah. So, uh, not even to check in with him. It was nice. I should say it's nice. Like even something that brief is, yes. is, is, is momentous. For uh, sure. So, you know, I'm becoming much, you know, trying to focus on being grateful for the, the smaller things that, uh, Provide a little sense of normalcy, for sure. But uh, yeah, I, I, I this week is was a weird one for me, and I think it's something that I'm going to explore more. That I did my long run in the middle of the week, uh, and you know, it was uh, it it's, it throws my timing off. I have was very much have very much been like either uh, Friday mornings uh, during a marathon training cycle two cycles ago, I would do my long runs on Friday mornings, mm-hmm. uh, or or Sundays when we were training together. Right. But uh, I have only really done my long runs on weekends, and I'm really considering starting to do, it, do them more now uh, during the weekdays because even today, going 10 miles, uh, you know, you notice a lot more people out on the weekends than I do. Well, I notice, uh, I notice right. a lot more people out on the weekends than I do during the week because I, t- I run at weirder times. Than right.
1: You. I'm usually running after work. Uh, and then, I mean, a ton of people are out walking their dogs and getting some fresh air. So, uh, I think today to me did not feel any more crowded than like a weekday evening.
0: Sure. And whereas I, because I work at night, I usually run, uh, you know, my usual running time is like 11 a.m., 10 a.m., noon, something like in that, in those hours is usually when I'm starting. And, uh, you know, it's just not a time when most, more people are out. Most people are at work. Uh, right. So I've definitely, but it's it was weirder today. Uh, even the areas I, I've chosen, I'm trying to cho- choose places to go run where I know there will be less people. Mm-hmm. And For sure. Even the place where I even even like the, the area of the city where I was in was more crowded than it usually is. So I'm uh, thinking about trying to squeeze those those long runs in before work and uh, you know get those miles in now because I'm I'm really worrying about uh, the... I've been thinking more about how to be running and uh, within the confines of social distancing.
1: Yes, I've seen a lot of people online talk about, you know, what I think no one wants is for runners to be out and being too close to each other and runners as a whole to sort of get a bad rap through all this and maybe have the ability to go outside and do that taken away. So. I've heard a lot of talk about how, you know, runners need to d- do their thing and love their sport but also respect the rules. Yes.
0: I have been very conscious this week, especially as, uh, you know, the allergens continue to increase here and uh, more things start blooming, uh, how much I either want to spit during my runs or, like, if I have a nasal drip just to, you know, the hock and I, you know, absolutely cannot right no. now. The last thing you want, you should be doing is to be spitting, spitting on the ground. This, it's ugh. disgusting. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that it is gross to do on a regular basis anyway, but it is just kind of, you know, I, I grew up playing baseball. It's spitting on the ground has been a part of my life since I was five years old, right? I,
1: I too, really love and enjoy spitting on runs and have not been throughout and, and this. It, it, is,
0: it is something I became, like, I, I, I had... had moments where I'd be like, uh, don't do it. You know, the last few weeks, but in the last few days I have had a more post-nasal drip because I have seasonal allergies. And so I go out for a run and I have had been extremely conscious of just, Oh God, like I really just need to get this out of my body. And I'm absolutely not going to. And it's like those kind of little things, uh, that, you know, I'm becoming more conscious of. And, you know, because you don't want someone walking on the sidewalk to just see, you know, your spit going everywhere. And like when I do see people doing it, I feel really uncomfortable and feel really gross. And like, yeah. uh, you know, and that's maybe that's going to change me going forward too. And I probably should stop spitting. Uh, but like, it is, uh, it is just something that like like that's one, one thing that I'm thinking about now with you know the social distancing ethics of running. So this is, this is the most time I spend outside and you yes. spend outside now.
1: I have also, I've been running in the bike lanes and in the streets pretty much all the time because even if I'm running on the sidewalk and there is no one on the sidewalk right then, you know, someone is bound to come out of their house or turn around the corner and I don't like sort of dodging in between like parked cars to get out into the street. So as long as, and I I try to be very aware of the bicycles when I'm in the bike lanes because Mm -hmm. I'm aware that I am in their space. Um, but I mean, as long as there's no one in that area, it feels like a safer place to be to just maintain better distance. And a lot of people on the sidewalks are like, you know, out with their spouses, walking their dogs. Like they're just taking up a little bit more of the sidewalk than a single runner would. Um, so I've been trying to run a little bit more in the street just to give everyone a little more space.
0: Yeah. I, I became really like, I had thought, I think in the first couple weeks of this, uh, my attitude was very much like, this is a, such, such a momentary interaction that, like, there's, and, and I thought, I, I, I'm, I'll admit, I was, this was a very selfish way to think, and that I was like, this is a momentary interaction, and I'm not going, like, I've, I'm not going to be around people long enough to um, breathe in, you know, COVID-19, so I will probably be okay. And I think, like, like seeing more uh, posts on social media and uh, more thoughts about this and thinking about it more, it's not, uh, I kind of realize it's not, like, me that should be, like, worried about feeling uncomfortable. It's about other other people are also worried about feeling uncomfortable right now. And so, like, me huffing and puffing past them and right. breathing hard, like, will make them feel uncomfortable. So, uh, you know, for for me, it was, like, Oh, I'm just gonna run by you, and it'll be fine and like you're you're over there and i'm I'm gone, whatever, as opposed to like someone seeing me coming and like you know like i'm sweating i'm I'm breathing hard uh you know they're they're maybe they're more worried about me than I am about them, so I have definitely uh you know I have to talk with you uh you know, I have been more conscious of it too, and I kind of go on a block by block basis like mm-hmm. i will You know, let's say I'm on, I'm running a block, and I and there's no one on that sidewalk. By the time I get to that next street, if there's no one on that sidewalk, well, I'll keep going on the sidewalk. But if there's someone, if there is someone is on that street, then I will duck into the street and go in the bike lane. Uh, If only because on the street where we live, uh, it's a it's a heavier traffic street. Yes. And so I uh, made it a habit. You know, and and like, luckily it's been empty a lot of the time. But I had uh, some experiences recently where I was just like, okay, I'll just run in the bike lane, and you know, many cars, many people are very good in cars about swerving away from runners. But the, the I had I had multiple back to back that were not, yeah. and um, yeah, it is it is a different feeling. Like I'm a, a, a bike to work often, uh, and when you're when you're moving at relatively the same speed uh, as cars or like or you know, you're a type of vehicle, they expect to be there, uh, it's, you know, you're, and I'm, and you're wearing a helmet or whatever, uh, that's one thing, but when you're just you, and the only, you're just a, you know, bag of flesh, essentially, and, like, the car, these cars are really close to you, you become very conscious of your mortality, and I don't want to go to a hospital, you know, for anything right right now, right, so I, I tried to, um, I, I do recognize that, like, the sidewalk is where I belong, but this is not a normal time, so I try to, you know, right. definitely take advantage of bike lanes when they are available. But um, you know, it, it's and I, don't, I think finding areas of the city or you know, or like where there are, you, they're te- typically less traffic, trafficked, less pedestrians, that kind of thing, has uh, been a big, a big focus for both of us. I think.
1: It's definitely been one like silver lining of this is that I feel like, I mean, DC has just gorgeous places to run. And it's so easy to be like, oh, I'll go run on the mall because the mall is like gorgeous. And there are like a ton of other runners and it's super nice there aren't a ton of stoplights. But because it's really nice and there are a ton of runners, right. I have been avoiding it. So it's really forced me to like get creative with some of my roots and explore our neighborhood a little more. Uh, and I've been really enjoying, like, seeing different areas of the city and, and doing, changing up my roots a little bit. That's been one small silver lining for me.
0: Yeah. I've, I've also been conscious of uh, not running on the mall all the time, but for a different reason. Um, it's very flat.
1: Mm-hmm. And, like,
0: it, I remember uh, a few years ago, I trained for uh, the Rock and Roll Half Marathon here in Washington. And... I ran on the mall and in the tidal basin quite a bit. That's where I focused all my running, and it's it is like, as it is is paper flat. Like it's ridiculous. It's very true. And
1: I have definitely run more hills since this has started.
0: Right, exactly. And so I I remember getting my butt kicked by uh, a hill halfway through that race because I had just not run on hills. Right. And so I have it, like right now uh, the mall is probably like probably for for me at the moment like running, running it off times whatever it's probably the safest place to go yeah because it has very wide areas to run in right. and there when i go there's not a lot of people out so like i have i have not you know free reign but i'm much more it's much more comfortable distance wise but it's flat and mm-hmm. like if i end up uh only running there then i then my body becomes very accustomed to that so it is sure. uh so, it's something that i've like i run out in the mall a couple times a week but i've tried to. Um, Mix in some places. Like I can already feel like hills are becoming more of a challenge for me than they were uh maybe a month and a half ago because mm-hmm. I've just you know been I haven't been doing Orange Theory which yep. is, which has lots of inclines uh, and I have been focusing the, on areas where I can be away from people.
1: Right. A lot of the trails, um, like the running trails, are by uh, the river. Are are by the river. Um, you know, Rock Creek is a big trail that has a lot of hills, but the pictures I've seen of the running trails suggest that they are too crowded for me right, right now. So, I, I think we've both largely been avoiding them. And I know you typically like like to kind of go up north and up north in the city and get get some more of your hills up there, and haven't been as much.
0: No, and I I did this past week, and it was lovely. Uh, I I went up for uh, that the longer run I did in the in midweek and. Uh, Fort Dupont Park in Washington DC is um really an undiscovered gem I think for a lot of a lot of people. I only really started running there because it's part of the uh full marathon for the Rock and Roll uh weekend and I wanted to get used to it. And uh the the hills are really intense and it is it is it is wonderful. It's it's and there's no one the, you know the, the trap is that there's there are no sidewalks. You are like you are running in the street. Mm. But like because you were running in the street, it, you know, it's like, there's there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of cars that go through there. It's not a very sure. heav- heavily trafficked area. So, uh, but it's beautiful. I've often seen like deer walking around out there and stuff. It's really cool. Uh, so I, I like that quite a bit, but it's, it's a distance thing. Like I'm not gonna, I can't, I, I'm not gonna be doing a four mile. It takes me, it's four or five miles to get there. Right. So, uh, you know, and that's, so yeah, think of four or five miles back, that's, that's eight eight to 10 miles, something like that. And that's, that's just to get to the park's opening. So mm-hmm. it is, it is only a place that I'm going to on longer runs. Right. But, uh, you know, so tell me a little bit about what advice you would have for, uh, people who maybe haven't been thinking about, you know, they, maybe they're starting to run for the first time and, uh, and haven't put a lot of thought into like the, the ethics of social distancing while running. Like what, what, what are you, what, what? What are your, like, rules for yourself when you're going out right now?
1: I would say that you should give people more room than you think you should because there are definitely people... I, I think I'm taking, like, a very liberal view of six feet. Like, my six feet is probably more like eight. <laughs> Just because, you know, I, I have asthma. We're taking this very, very seriously because it's a scary time with, like, no control over anything except for how close you are to another person, right, really. Exactly. Um, and you know there are people who will will pass me a little closely, and as you say, like I'm sure they think it's fine, but not, and, and I'm sure in reality it's fine, but it makes me uncomfortable. So I would just advise, I, I wish you know people would give some people would give me a little bit of a wider berth. And I also think that runners need to be really good about communicating, which is something that I have just started sort of recently thinking about and thinking that I could be better at as well. Um, I was running and had a guy come up and pass me, like, inches away from me, like, mm. ran right by me. And I understand That's this is during a race. Right. <laughs> I but understand this isn't now. a big deal for everyone. Like, he obviously didn't think it was important. But if he had said, like, passing, I would have swung out into the street. You know, I just didn't know he was there. So maybe the answer is to, like, not run with headphones on, to be more aware. Um, you know, maybe the answer is when I'm coming up behind someone to let them know that I'm, you know, around them and I'm going to be going around them to just communicate a little better. You know, cars use turn signals. Um, there's no, like, two runners could theoretically, like, swerve the same way to get a- away from someone. And I think just sort of being, being open with your communication and just, like, cutting, cutting everyone some slack, right? Yeah, like, I don't want, I, I feel like I don't want to be like, stay away from me, you know, because... It comes off as a little crazy, but it's not really crazy because everything is crazy. Uh, And I I feel like part of it is, like, you know, you don't want someone to, like, think that you're overreacting and judge you or, like, take it in the wrong way. Uh, But I think we're all just trying to get through this as best we can.
0: How are you feeling about covering your mouth during a run with, like, a a buff or a mask or anything like that?
1: I wore a buff on my three-mile run yesterday I wore it for about two miles and then by the time I got to there I was in an area of the city where there just really weren't a lot of people around so I felt okay taking it off but man when it's warm out having something over my face is really really hard not for great. me yeah. um, I know we have gotten like sweaty bands not yeah sweaty bands Mas- mask
0: masks from sweaty bands yeah um,
1: that are supposed to be like a breathable material I mean buffs are pretty breathable yeah I don't know. I mean, my plan is to definitely wear a mask when I'm like out and about doing, like if I'm out on a walk or, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it on runs.
0: I have kind of, I I tried it on a five mile run and a four mile run this week, two different runs. Uh, I wore a buff over my mouth and I think it's something that like, I, I am probably more fine with doing on shorter runs than longer runs which is probably like the cognitive dissonance of that right like i'll i'll (laughs) I'll wear them when i'm out for a shorter period of time but i'm out for a longer but like the i mean the the, it's one of those things right now that it just just sucks yeah i really did not i i've done i did it a couple times it's uncomfortable don't like it but i recognize that it's probably smart and it's probably for the best for people but like I am definitely still adjusting to that. I, I'm yeah. very much in the same boat. You know, the, at the time of recording this, it's just been a few days since the right. CDC has uh, changed the recommendations that people, they recommend, should be wearing face masks with public. But I'm still adjusting to that, I think. And uh, we'll see. I, I think that, like, today, uh, today we're doing a longer run I was very grateful to not be wearing something over yes. my mouth. Uh, and I'm definitely trying to, not not like, you know, even like on a normal day, I'm not trying to like breathe right in someone's face or anything right. like that. But uh, it's something that I think it has to, it has to adjust. And I, I've, I'm not sure if there is a good way to handle it. I like, I've, I, I'm thinking I'm going to try and do it on, when I go on runs on the mall or places where I think there's going to be more people. Sure. Like I'll, I'll, I'll try and wear it then, but wear one then. But like, I'm, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely, I think that's a tough adjustment Mm -hmm. at the moment.
1: Do you have any other advice for people trying to run?
0: Yeah. Uh, people, for people like me who tend to get into a much more darker place when they're, when they're running or working out, I tend to get into this like, uh, competitive, self-loathing kind of place where I'm just, I'm, I love running, but the thoughts that go through my head when I'm running, it's sometimes it's really, uh, you know, the things I wouldn't say in polite society, obviously. Right. Uh, and I, it's all about me when I'm running. Right. Like I, I'm like, I'm very much like, like, okay, like this person's in my way, like whatever. Uh, I've definitely had to, what, what you said was cut some people, some slack. And, uh, something a friend of ours said, uh, to me on social media this week really kind of helped put things in perspective to me is that, uh, Cars make way for bikes, bikes make way for bikers make way for runners, runners should make way for walkers. And I think for the first couple of weeks of me going out, I would be like, Why are these people out walking? Like I am getting real exercise. I am out and why are they in my way and they're walking on the wrong side of the of the sidewalk and all this stuff. And I just kind of realized like I've been thinking about it more and I'm like, This is these people's it's their time outside, just like this is my time outside. Yep. They're spending they're spending most of their day inside, just like I'm spending most of my day inside. Um, so I definitely yeah, I think it's definitely like a good idea to be cutting people some slack and to um, very much try and focus control what you can control and to not let the things that you can't control uh, don't let them bother you. It's which is tough at this point in time because you know we ha- anecdotally hear stories about people who. Uh, can't control the situation, getting, you know, being uh, affected by people who are very careless. But I think, uh, you know, I think running right now is still from, we're, you and I are both very much reading the latest guidance and the latest reports on what's okay to do and what's not okay to do on a daily basis, a weekly basis. Running is still something that people say, absolutely, go outside, do that. Uh, So I think that, like, uh continuing to run but like also being mindful of like stay to the right Mm -hmm. stay stay to the right unless you need to pass somebody uh because if you're if you're running on the left side of the sidewalk or the left side of a path and uh there's someone coming at you there and maybe there's someone on your right they're gonna need to get closer to somebody else to avoid you so just obey the rules of traffic you know essentially like don't just because
1: uh just maybe something people haven't thought about if they haven't like been out running and also i feel like people who like go for walks around their neighborhood like people are even walking differently now like they're like okay i'm gonna go walk for half an hour to like get my daily so you know maybe it's just something people haven't thought about exactly
0: yeah so like like literally it's going back to the basics yep uh walk you know walk and run on the right uh and give yourself some space when someone's coming at you and, you know, I, I was in a situation recently where the guy, I was coming back, I went to pick up lunch for us from a place where we could, uh, you know, uh, a place where we could go get get some food that was like, you know, a safe social distance. And I, I picked up some takeout and I was walking back and there was someone who was walking down the sidewalk, clearly not going to stop. Like he, he there was a very thin sidewalk. He was not going to make, he, went, he was not going to move at all for me. You could tell. Yep. So I, moved moved over on the grass and just like paused for a bit and let you know let him pass at a safe distance like it's some, some stuff you have to do just be inconvenienced a little bit right right
1: i uh, saw online that like tough. you you can't control how well other people's social distance you can only control yourself and i find this is definitely something i struggle with like all like you know, look out our window and see groups of people congregating. And I'm just like, you just want to yell, like, stop it. But it's like, well, like, I'm in my home. Like, all I can control is myself staying six feet away from people. And if that means yielding when the other person should yield, like, if it keeps me safe, then it's the right move.
0: But boy, isn't it frustrating, (laughs) right? Like, we just saw... uh Pictures of people congregating in an area, a lot, large group, large groups of people congregating in an area, yes, that from a picture taken yesterday near our house. And it's, it's just so frustrating because you're like, don't do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, how much long, those people go outside, how much longer does that mean we're going to be inside? So it's, um, it is okay to feel frustrated and it is okay to be anxious and to be stressed. But, uh, you know, you have to. You have to. You can, can only control the things you can control. So, uh, and when, that, when when it comes to running, maybe that's you're jogging in the grass for a little bit. Right. Maybe that means you're stop. You know, you're pausing your watch and you're stopping a little bit so someone else can safely pass you. Maybe that's running in the. Maybe that's running in a bike lane if it's safe to do so. Uh, I think the running. I think running in the street is probably one of the more responsible things that runners can do right now. I think we need to kind of treat ourselves like bikes. Almost like we are moving faster than a lot of people who are walking their dogs or uh, out for their their daily walk or yeah. getting takeout or whatever they might be doing. So um, treating yourself like you you know the world is shrinking in terms of vehicles on the road. Like mm-hmm. there's there's not a lot of there are fewer there are fewer cars than there were. There are probably uh, fewer bikes than there were. And so maybe there should be more some more runners in a sa- when you're when you can do so in a safe way. Right. Uh, because that. You know, that distance, if you 're someone like me who thought well i 'm only passing person a person for two seconds it's not a big deal to me that, might, that two seconds might be a big deal to somebody else right but I think it's just coming down to being conscientious. I think a lot of people are being are, are, are finding out that like being more conscientious and doing the little things well is uh, meaning a lot more to people right now
1: I definitely had like a similar like you said that you were sort of like um you know, what are all these walkers doing on my sidewalks? I had a similar feeling, but about other runners to start off with. I was like, where were all of you guys on like the 40 degree rainy days? Like I've been out here. I just like, I earned this sidewalk when the weather was crappy. And now that it's 70 and you can't go outside, but
0: I I feel like that every year. Like I'm like, I ran all winter. Where are you guys? Oh, just coming out when it's nice. Yeah. What's wrong with you guys?
1: But when I like take a step back, which I really have been trying to do lately, like, I think it's really fantastic that more people are starting to run, you know, for some of these people, maybe their gym has closed and they're deciding to like do this instead. Maybe for some people they like weren't, physically active at all and now this is their daily time outside so they're walking and running like if if more people learn to love running and just physical fitness outside as a result of this like that's a good thing it is there's plenty of room for everybody
0: i've had people who um their daily exercise or daily outdoor time was biking to work commuting Mm -hmm. back and forth they've messaged me and said, I went for a run today. Yeah. Like that was, that's, I'm, I'm starting to run because like, I have to get outside and like, it's, that's
1: great news. it's, it's,
0: you know, it's wonderful. I, I'm, I'm very happy that everyone gets to, you know, or that more people, not everyone, but more people are, uh, partaking in this thing that we love because it is, you know, as long as you have footwear, even if you don't have footwear, it's free. Yeah. Uh, all you gotta do is go outside and just, and just run somewhere. And, um, it's been, uh, you know, it, I hope some people are picking up habits that they'll, that they'll, they'll continue on after this and then yeah. maybe they'll find that they like it and, uh, you'll know, find that this is a great way to get outside for a little while because, you know, vitamin D pills only go so far. You yeah. need some real sunlight, right? Yeah. What are your goals for this week?
1: Oh, so this week I'm starting um, a Peloton training regimen. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. So I downloaded the Peloton app, which, bless them, they're doing 90 days free. You don't even have to put in your credit card. Child I just think, as a business, it's, like, such a kind thing to do, to be like, all these people are stuck inside. Let's, let's help in some way. Um, plus, a ton of people are buying their bikes and treadmills and stuff for their homes. So yes. I, I'm sure they're getting sort of some economic boom out of this, but I'm super thankful that they've made that app available. So they have a marathon training program. I am obviously not training for a marathon, but the first six weeks, um, my long run will peak at 10 miles, which obviously, you know, I did it today. It's within my wheelhouse. It's, but not, something you,
0: it's not something that you're training to be able to do. It's something that you're just, uh, you're looking for more structure.
1: Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. Looking for like some sort of training plan and like they like coach you through the runs in mm. like an audio thing. Like they'll oh, say, Oh interesting. Yeah. Like, so
0: if you're like still listening to your you know, let's say you're listening to Spotify. You
1: don't listen to Spotify. Oh. You like go into the Peloton app and you start a run. So like okay. one day this week my run is like a thirty minute tempo run. Okay. And a friend of mine uses the app and she said that it's really good, they'll say like, Okay, like time to push it or like you can ease back a little bit or like okay, your oh, warm up so is like over. They are-
0: Commercial thing, like the the, the screen you see yeah. on their on their commercials.
1: You're obviously not looking at it for a right, run, but, you're getting but in your ears, in, yeah. in audio. Yeah, so they wow. have like like one day is like your rest day, and it's like a meditation day, which will be like really far outside my comfort zone. But you know, to help you like scan your body and visualize race day and that sort of stuff. And then it's a couple um, strength workouts specifically for runners that I'll do in our apartment. And then uh, it's a few different running things that they sort of talk you through. They don't have audio for the long runs. You, like, do those on your own. But they have warm-ups that you do before each of the runs and, like, stretches. And I think it'll be really nice.
0: So have you, have you tested this out yet? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so curious about, like, because I, I like to listen to podcasts when I run. Uh, and if I'm not listening to podcasts, I like to listen to music when I run. So, like the idea of just like running in silence and then every now and then coming no, no, in, or do they have like a playlist of, they have music got it okay so they're providing some sort yes. of some sort of sound to to also and then like yes. and then like they chime in got so it. Okay. i
1: have done like i've never done a peloton guided run like this but i've done them with active which is an app that i previously used to use i like the peloton app better um but they'll they'll be like music and then they'll be like oh they'll be like okay like here's what this workout's gonna look like you're gonna have a five-minute easy warm-up, and then we're gonna do these intervals or whatever. And they like let you warm up, and they're like, "Okay, we're going now." So to me, I'm hoping it will kind of mimic a lot of the running at Orange Theory, sure. where you have you know you have the music that's upbeat, and it looks like they have some great playlists. But you have an instructor saying, granted, there's no one like watching you, so there's a little less accountability. But you you have someone self
0: accountability, right?
1: Yeah. You have someone sort of pushing you through these runs and telling you when it's time to ease off. And I'm excited for it. Um, the first sort of chunk of it is six weeks. So I'm trying to stick with it for six weeks and, you know, at that point I'll reevaluate sort of what the world looks like and if I need to start actually training for something or, or what I want to do. But I think it'll be nice to, to have some structure. Um, and it'll, I'm going to up some of the runs. Like I think the first week I'd only be running like 12 miles if I follow their plan, which is like a little lower than I want to go. Um, but you know, aiming to stay around. Twenty-ish miles a week, mostly following their plan. Sure. Maybe I'll end up cutting back to that much if the strength workouts really kick my butt. Right. But I'm excited to start it.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it's really interesting. I know you've been you've been excited to start it. You wanted to. Yeah, I think you, we were talking about it uh, starting it this past week, but we just you decided to hold off so we could uh, right. run, run Cherry Blossom, our virtual Cherry, cherry blossom, blossom, as as planned. Start yeah.
1: fresh, exactly. Awesome. What, what's your week look like?
0: Well, a lot like the last few weeks, <laughs> um, I'm I'm just basically in this po- in, in a period where uh, I am mixing in more short runs, but I'm uh, you know like I'm one of like usually I have a couple three mile runs on my docket for next week, one of which I'll probably just do as a walk because that buys me some more time outside, mm-hmm. which uh, I mean that's what honestly where I'm at right now. It's it's not even so much about. Um, training for something or getting myself in shape for something it's a, just a, it's about making sure i have some time outside uh some time outside uh, outside the apartment to um stretch my legs and you know feel the wind and feel feel the sun and hear the birds chirping and whatever uh so i ran about 40 miles this week i probably run about 40 miles next week uh i'm right now i'm just look i'm looking at my calendar my my schedule and uh i still have 13 miles on the docket for next sunday we'll see if i kind of liked doing uh the longer run in the middle of the week Mm -hmm. uh this this past week so maybe i'll do that i switch that up again solely to um you know try and avoid people uh but i'm really just focusing right now on um kind of the mental side of things uh you know use, using the physical activity as a uh means to make sure that like you know I, I, you know I you can attest to this I am failing at it sometimes where I am I do get very stressed out and I felt by the end of this work week I felt like a you know like you we know, see like when the like the big balls or rubber bands that like, get put all together like I felt wound as tight as that like it was it was it's a uh, it can be a stressful period so i think that um the more i'm running and phys- the physical activity that i do uh maybe it's it's helping me out a little bit there and i'm and i'm not um not thinking so much about our current circumstances and thinking about work and thinking about uh the things that we're not doing and whatever because that's we <laughs> The last few weeks, uh, were we had a lot of fun fun plans that Mm -hmm. uh, had to get canceled. So I think, you know, we're no different than many, many, many other people who also had to uh, lose a lot of fun things. And uh, so I'm just trying to keep myself sane and keep myself happy and what... uh, you know, what has made me happy recently is, uh, you and, uh, and running. So I'm trying to, and, and our cat, which he's passed out right now, but he, uh, he's also been a, a, something that makes me smile on a daily basis. So I try to do those things that, uh, keep me from, um, you know, keep me from freaking out, but, uh, you know, I'm just looking for, looking forward to another good week. Yeah. And, uh, I felt like, you know, we had a cutback week last week. And I'm, so I had one one week of getting back to it. I feel like I'm ready to grind some more, and uh, yeah, just put some miles on these legs.
1: Yeah. Well, great. This is episode seven.
0: Thanks so much for listening. Thanks
1: so much for listening.
0: How was your How was your cider?
1: It was great. It's one of my favorite ones.
0: Yeah, it, uh, I, I I I can see it's it's mostly gone, which is uh, something that's uh, unusual for you during one of these podcasts. I. Uh, I really like the cidre blanc it's such a it's, a it's a it's a classic
1: it might be my favorite one the cidre blanc it's really good sorry
0: that you drank yours yesterday we i got, know we got a mixed uh mixed 12 pack from Ancho that had many many different flavors we're, and sharing. we're, we're sharing uh but yep keep keep patr- patronizing your uh, i keep i want to say patronizing please, Me too. please 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 don't condescend to your local businesses you should definitely uh you should you should buy from them and uh mm-hmm. So keep going to your, your your ordering delivery from your local breweries and your local restaurants and keep running.
1: Keep running. You can find our podcast anywhere you find your podcast now. We yeah. are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Which yeah, which is biggies. basically the
0: two places people find their podcasts, right? Yeah. You can also find us on Instagram at, at running, running, on tap. running On Tap. I Tap. I, I thought like I say the the, the, the oh, first part of that and then you finish it. It's I fine. I thought you'd know it. I'm, I I know it. I've learned it. I still haven't logged into it, but I still, but I know it. Uh, Jacqueline is turning out some wonderful, wonderful Instagram content there. Some great pictures of uh, some, the, some nice trees, bloom, blooming trees on her run today.
1: So many trees.
0: So uh, check that out. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening.